You are listening to the Fun and Profit for the Active Entrepreneur podcast, episode 23. I only wish I were more disciplined. Welcome to the Fun and Profit for Active Entrepreneurs podcast. I'm your host, Paula G. Join me as we explore what it takes to get you out from behind your desk and endless to-dos so you're feeling more vibrant, alive, and engaged in your business and in your life. Welcome, welcome. It's so exciting to be back on track here and visiting with you more frequently on the podcast. We are now in the middle of October 2016 at the time I'm recording this and autumn is in full swing. So it's a perfect time to finish your year strong and to as I'm doing, reflecting on where I am in my business, what I want to shift and putting in new systems and such to grow stronger. And as always, one of my main goals, free up more space in my brain and time for the things that I love doing outside of work. So today I want to talk about discipline. It's pretty obvious to me that I've taken for granted for years the fact that I have really, really a good discipline. <clears throat> and people have often said to me, I wish I could be as motivated as you. I wish I could be as disciplined as you. And in the process of preparing for an upcoming webinar um, on October 25th on creating leverage in your business uh, by scaling up your systems, I've been thinking about the interplay between systems and habits and discipline and how these fit together, uh, these words that we banter about and how they fit together in a very, uh, there's a lot of complexity, but yet if you look at it, it's quite simple. It can feel hard and yet it doesn't have to be. It can feel very mysterious like, how does he or she manage to have such uh, discipline and such a work ethic? And yet, it doesn't have to be mysterious. It also doesn't have to be a bunch of toiling either, I might add. So let's talk first about discipline. So as I was contemplating this, I thought, let me look up the actual definition of discipline in the dictionary. So the simple definitions are about control that is gained by requiring that rules or orders be obeyed and punishing bad behavior. Oh, when I read that definition, I thought, it's a miracle I'm even disciplined because I am not a big fan about following rules. <laughs> and uh, I do like order, but I don't like to be ordered about. So I thought, huh, interesting. Uh, the other definitions were behavior, again, judged by how well it follows a set of rules or orders, behaving in a way that shows a willingness to obey rules and orders. And I thought, yeah, that's not so much me anymore. If it were me, then I'd be sitting in a corporate cubicle somewhere. But since I didn't like to behave in those um, set of conditions, here we are. So then I'm looking further at the full definition of discipline and again, a lot of this repeated uh, punishment if you're not doing it right, which no wonder people feel so guilty about when they're not disciplined, I'm just saying. Um, 
But the sixth definition, that one starts to get at something that I can get behind. And that is a rule or system of rules governing conduct or activity. Huh, sounds a lot like systems to me. Like what is the container? What are the parameters and rules governing something? What are the rules that you put in place? And one system in all the systems that we create is environment. So I'm going to talk about this, I'm sure, on a future podcast because I could talk at least a whole episode just on environments. Um, but when someone says, oh, you're so disciplined, how do you not eat all the candy and sweets that just lie before you when you're working from home? Well, it, it's pretty simple. I keep candy and sweets in the, in the um, house to a real bare minimum. It's a lot easier to be disciplined if you don't have a cake sitting on the counter. I don't care how disciplined you are. And I'm one of those people that like when Gretchen Rubin talks about the different types of people and styles of um, dealing with a habit, habit change and behavior change. And I'm the type who can eat a couple squares of chocolate every day and leave the rest of the bar. That's just my nature. That's just the way I work. And I know that's not everybody. For some people, if the bar is even in the house, it is gone. But this is where it's important to know yourself. The point being, though, is if you set up your system, you set up your environment for success, discipline becomes a natural byproduct, assuming that whatever you're working in, working towards, that you've got a bigger why, you've got a bigger reason, you've got a motivating force, something that pulls you forward, that energy that just pulls you forward towards what you're looking to create. So for me, I can be a pretty disciplined, or I should say much more disciplined, uh, with my workouts in, say, February, March in the winter versus, let's say, December and January. February and March, I see in my eyes the beginning of cycling season and a reason to get to push it a little harder, to get in a little better shape so that when I get on my bike, I can keep up with the people I ride with. December, January, it's not as compelling so what you, how you create your intentions, um, which is why I teach multidimensional goal setting, because goals, pseh, you know, they, they're not motivating unto themselves. They're an external condition that you have no control over. Eh. But how you want to feel, how you want to experience life, that's something you do have control over. So when you are thinking about systems in your business, it's like, okay, what is it that I'm trying to create? And can I get some energy behind this? You know, can I have an amen type of thing? Can I have something behind this that gives me a reason and a feeling to want to do it in the first place? Because no amount of Systems or discipline is going to help you if you don't actually have any compelling reason to do it. So the systems create a container. Right? So I recently wrote a blog post about how goals don't grow your business, systems and habits do. So systems are a repeatable 
set of processes, a repeatable set of steps that you can take to bring about an outcome or to lead towards an outcome. Emphasis on repeatable. A system is repeatable, which means it can also be reliable. It can also bring you comfort. It also brings you freedom within structure. So that container of repeatable steps is what you create for different elements of your business. A system for how you bring in leads, have a sales conversation, bring on a new client. It's repeatable. It's consistent. You know what you need to do. You can measure your progress and productivity each day by actions, not outcomes. You want to track outcomes, but you have more control over the actions you take than the outcomes that flow from them. So that's systems. Habits are a repeatable set of actions. So habits often become unconscious. They're very repeatable and they involve action. So you create the habit of actually executing and acting upon your system. So you can have a beautiful system, really nice checklist with pretty, pretty graphics that somebody made for you with lovely little colors. But if that system with its pretty colors, nice checkboxes, only sits on your hard drive and you don't act upon it, it doesn't matter. It's useless. You might as well rip it up, throw it in the cat box, put it in Tweety's cage, let it get more use. It's the habit of taking action by following the system that matters. That's what tips it, right? And this is where the discipline and habits come together in the sense that, well, discipline is really about, um, discipline is really the rules governing the activity. So the discipline lies more in the system than the habits, right? Discipline is a way of behaving. It is in the habits that acts within the system. So you might think, okay, this is all interesting. These distinctions are helpful. They're a fun intellectual gymnastics. But how the heck do I do this in my business? I don't want complexity. I want simplicity. How do I do this? So how you do this is by looking at your business and you start to notice what are the things that you do over and over? What are the top areas of your business? And I'll link in the podcast notes to the uh, healthy business checklist. I call it the freedom and profit checklist too, because these are the six key indicators of business growth. And which in, within each of those sets are pretty obvious places that you can start with systems. You know you have marketing. So what's your, what's your system for that? 
and the you know the strategy is is the thinking behind that it's kind of the overarching why and what you're going to do but the system is then oh here's how i'm going to act on this here's what i do i do this i do this these dates i do it's a plan it's a way of acting within it it's a way of tracking it's a it's actually a system is really a way of being defined right so if you bring on a new client how do you want to create their experience? And that system then becomes repeatable. Great brands do it all the time. How you interact with someone at some of my favorite brands like L.L. Bean and Orei and um, actually a little tiny local coffee shop. Like it's a consistent experience. And that only happens from systems. And then of course, having good people executing those systems because you can have a great system, but if you got a cranky pants at the... Uh, cash register or at the uh, espresso machine, you're not going to be able to overcome that. So in your business, these systems, so you def- start defining them, you know, see where you're lacking systems and define one at a time and start using it. This is how you create leverage in your business. And leverage is simply the ability to create more power, like exponentially more power, more growth, more strength than, than you might normally be able to do. If you think about um, leverage with, uh, let's say you're going to open a jar in your house, uh, you know, a jar, you're going to cook, you need to open the jar. Uh, something awesome. You canned your peaches last year and now you can't open the jar. Well, you use something to create leverage. One of those little rubbery, sticky jar opener things or those more fancy clip it on the end jar opening things. It gives you more traction. It gives you more leverage. It allows you to exert more force to open that jar. Well, that's what the systems allow you to do in your business. It allows you to get more oomph, more results, more productivity, more income than you might normally have otherwise. And the beauty of systems, people think, oh, I don't want to be constrained. Well, nobody is more averse to being constrained than me. For instance, I, I like have this deep-seated need to not be restricted which is why when I eventually get to go somewhere like to the other end of the earth, like Australia or something, someone's going to have to drug me heavy to restrain me on a plane. I mean, I would bite my own foot off practically in corporate meetings so that I didn't have to sit in a little square conference room longer than I could stand, which wasn't very long, frankly. So I would be the last person to create a system that creates more agony for myself or for my clients. Instead, these way, these repeatable set of actions actually give you more freedom. Because I know the systems, the checklist of what I need to do when I bring on a new client, I don't have to sit here and recreate the wheel. I don't have to use more mental energy than necessary. I don't need to waste time thinking, uh, did I do this step? Did I not do this step? Did I send this to Robbie, but not Sally? Did I, 
you know, I don't have to do any of that. It's right here. And then the habits become easier because the actions become easier because it's laid out in front of me and it's anchored in a deeper why. Right? That ability of being disciplined is like, okay, yeah, I buy into this system because I created it. And so I'm able to do these repeatable actions, the habits, and I am more disciplined because, oh, look, I'm, I'm taking action within this set of rules, this set of rules that I defined and the system. So coming back to that question I started the podcast with, but, but Polly, you seem so disciplined. I only wish I could have some of that. Well, you can. You totally can. It's in your grasp. You might have a different personality and you might have an innate, uh, natural sense of maybe less, uh, less discipline or less focus or less uh, intensity than, than me. Um, there's nothing like hanging out and vacationing with a, a friend of mine and, and she'll often just look at me like, okay, a little too intense, turn down the intensity. <laughs> but that's okay because when you notice it, you're like, oh yeah, okay. I'm not as intense as that person. And there's plenty of people more intense than me, believe me. Um, but where am I? What are my natural state? And then create those systems. From them flow habits that are naturally yours, your ones that you can easily do. So when I'm creating, helping my clients create systems in their business, I help them create it to their strengths, to their way of navigating a day, to their natural proclivities for how they show up and how they work. For example, I'm a spreadsheet person. I love spreadsheets. I like to play with them. Many of my clients do not, and that's okay. So we set up what needed to happen for my client in a little ledger book so she could get her business and personal finances in line. There's no reason you have to force yourself into something you're not. No square peg round hole thing here. No, no, no. But when you deliver and set those systems up in a way that fit who you are, the freedom's immense. Things can happen without you constantly having to exert effort. And it might seem like magic, but it's not magic. Suddenly, income grows, productivity goes up, business grows. It builds on itself. The leverage is there. So that is my riff today on discipline, systems, habits, how these things play together, and how you can use them too. I thank you for listening. And if you've listened this far, if you listened to more than one of my podcasts, uh, and you haven't already, I invite you to go over to iTunes and rate and review, uh, because that's really helpful for getting the word out, for spreading the word about the podcast, uh, for sharing things that you think are valuable. If you're getting value from it, share it with others. Let them know. And that's one way to do it. Um, so get, leave an honest review and an honest rating. Um, and I would love that. It would be greatly appreciated from my heart. So as I always say, 
today's your day. So make sure you create a great day. And thanks for listening. <laughs>